Well, good morning, everyone. This is Bishop Deb. I'm coming to you bright and early from the scenic lookout on the Niagara River. I have to go into Niagara Falls to uh, office supply store. And so I've got some time before it opens, and I thought I would do a Spreaker broadcast and sit here and look at the seagulls and have a different vantage point for meditation this morning. A lot of seagulls down there. I can hear them from up here. It's an iconic lookout where I'm sitting. Um, we look towards Toronto and you see the curving Niagara River ahead. I'll, I'll take a picture to post. So how are you progressing in this journey of Lent? I'm finding that I don't know what it is, if it's the change of the seasons or what. I am not sleeping well. It, I go to bed and I just, my brain is awake and I'm thinking of a thousand things I need to do, and which is really unlike me. I'm, I've always been the kind of person that I'm asleep before my head hits the pillow practically. So I don't know if it's just shifting energies or change in the season, what it is, but I wish it would stop because I spend my day feeling very foggy lately. Um, I, you know, there are a lot of things you can do that I've read about when you're... It's not insomnia, I don't think, but it's... I just can't wind down. So, you know, I was reading about this. And it's important before you go to bed to have a ritual to tell your body that you're shutting down. You should not have any electronics in your bedroom. They even frown on a TV. But if you're the kind of person that goes to bed with your phone or your iPad or, or your tablet and you check in, that light that emanates from that thing apparently disrupts your sleep pattern. So that might be my problem. I've been thinking I've been unwinding by playing, you know, some little game before I go to sleep. And uh, I think it's having the opposite effect. I think it's waking my brain up. So I'm going to try their advice and see how that goes. And maybe they'll help you too if you're having the same problem. And they say to, you know, have a little ritual, have in a nice calming glass of milk or a cup of um, something decaffeinated, just a soothing hot beverage. And, you know, prepare. You can read before you go to sleep. I have a lot of things I read that put me right to sleep. But I <laughs> Maybe that will work. Anyway, I was talking to somebody yesterday. And in our conversation, it became more and more apparent. This is a person that I've always admired and and, and was really kind of hearing for the first time uh, an undercurrent of insecurity, which surprised me. Because this is a, a person who's successful. They... They have a lot going on in their life. And and to all exterior glances, it seems like they, they're pretty well put together. People depend on them. And and uh, it was just interesting to, to have that insight. And I guess most of us, you know, we all have our insecurities. There's no question about that. Most of us feel like we are going through the day and sometimes, you know, of course, there's, there's things that come up that, you know, it's a learning curve. We're not expecting. We can't handle it. But more often than not, 
we rise to the challenge and we get through it. We, it's just what we do. We don't wring our hands for the most part and say, oh, I can't. Well, this is something very big. But we're kind of capable. We're capable human beings. And probably even as I say that, you can think of a dozen people that are that you think aren't. I don't know. <laughs> our brains go there. But it's true that if we're given the opportunity and enough resources and enough encouragement, we can handle challenges. So what is it about us that makes us feel insecure? In fact, what I was hearing is kind of a, I don't deserve this attitude. I'm unworthy, which I hear a lot. And I'm sure you do too. You might feel it sometimes. I mean, there are, we're not perfect beings. That's for sure. We carry around with us things from the past and things that have been said and done, things we've done that we wish we hadn't said or hadn't happened. I think that is true for for all people. You know, we're not perfect. Sometimes we, we do things that are really uncool. and And yet, I have to say, we have an out on this one. We have a solution. Because once we recognize that we've said or done something wrong, once we, you know, if you're Roman Catholic, you go to confession, or, you know, other mainstream churches, Anglicans have confession as well, or you go to church on Sunday, and, and just in the general confession, you get it off your chest. Or go and talk to a, a counselor or somebody, um, maybe even a professional of um, a different kind. You know, just to get it off your chest, just to get it outside of you. Sometimes going for coffee with a good friend, just to clear the air. Get it out so you can hear it. Has a very therapeutic effect. We, we're, we are amazing people capable of healing, capable of new beginnings. And one of the, the great tenets of the Christian church is that... When you say you're sorry and you decide that you're not going to act like that again or that you're going to make amends or that you see the value, the lesson that came from it and move forward, it's all gone. It's done. You are worthy. I, When I was growing up, I had a little button and uh, it said, God isn't finished with me yet. And then there was another one. Um... I'm perfect as I am. God didn't make no junk. That kind of, you know, those those little slogans from long ago. But they're true. We are children of God. We are heirs to the kingdom. We are not junk. You are not junk. You are an amazing being. Think about for a moment. Just the fact that you got out of bed today, that your body is working, that all your systems in your body are geared up and moving you through the day that you can raise your arm to put that drink to your lips we are a feat of engineering unlike anything in this planet you know everybody every, all the creatures have their their wonders and their their abilities but the human beings on this planet are special we are 
everything's made in the image of God, but we have the capacity to reach out and help one another. We have the capacity to forgive one another. Forgiveness is a key thing. And as we move through Lent, it's really important that you consider this. Are you feeling badly about something today? Something you've said or done? Are you feeling like you need to make an apology? Or maybe you're hanging on to something in the past that's happened. And sometimes that person that is the the culprit behind those bad feelings isn't around anymore. But we hang on to it, don't we? We hang on to it. And it hurts us. Every time we think about it, we get re-injured sometimes, re-wounded. We don't need that. That happened a long time ago in many cases. It's done. It's finished. And what happened might have been awful and life-changing for the worse. But it's done. You see what I mean? It's done. It's in the past. Sometimes we just have to say for our own health and peace of mind that happened there's nothing I can do about it now I choose to let it go I choose to forgive that person who obviously did something terrible or I choose to forgive myself I was angry or upset I choose to forgive those actions. I make amends. If I, if you're the one that did something. But that's what forgiveness is. It's about us, not about the person that did it. Sometimes people need to hear. Sometimes people need to hear you say, I am sorry. Sometimes we need to hear it too. But if that's not possible then we have to let it go and give it to God and move on with our lives. These things hold us back from being whole and full. So this Lent, you know, there's there's so much that we carry around with us. Start to pack it up. I'm putting a canned good a day in a bag for 40 days or, you know, various things for, for the local food bank. If we can also do this spiritually, every day, take one of those things from the past that you have been holding on to and put it in the God bag, the God can. Give it to God. You don't need it. You don't need it in your life anymore. What's done is done. Now, new day, new possibilities, new place, do something positive. Do something positive. And if you need to make amends, go to that person. Apologize. Healing and reconciliation is truly miraculous sometimes. It frees everybody. And if you can't go to the person, or if the person that hurt you is no longer there, write them a letter. What did they do? What did they say? How did it hurt you? Write it down and burn it. Release it to the universe. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to get so serious first thing in the morning, but forgiveness and and reconciliation is a key component.
component to our our mental health, our physical health, our emotional health. There's so much that we hang on to. And it makes us feel that we're not good enough. Because there's always something there that niggles. There's always something there that makes us feel less than. So today, take that step. And see what a difference it makes in your life when you release. When you let it go. When you give it to God. Because God's going to do way more than we could ever do. God's got it. God's got your back. Let's pray. Gracious God, in this world of ups and downs, we know that our path can be rocky as well as smooth. Today, give us courage to offer those things that have held us back, the things that we regret, the things that still make us angry, that other people have done to us, the voices of the past that tell us we're not good enough, that we are never going to amount to anything, that we're dreamers, all those negative voices that, that come to us when we, when we try to move forward and do something new or embrace a new challenge. Help us to get past these things, to be the strong, confident, capable people that you've created. Help us to recognize that you are the one who called us into being, that we have your DNA, that we have the spark of you within us, that we, in our way, as heirs to your kingdom, as creations of your mighty love, that we have everything we need and we are worthy. Help us to give these things over to you so that we might move forward and know how incredibly wonderful and joyful life can be. Help us to give it over to you knowing that your shoulders are broad and as we are contrite of heart and as we tenderly, gingerly sometimes give this to you, we can trust that you will accept it, that you will forgive us, and the slate is made clean once more. We give you thanks for all the blessings that pour into our life this day. Give us eyes to see your hand at work. Help us to appreciate with everything we do that we can change the world with a smile, with a touch of of love with a, a word of encouragement. Help us to be your ambassadors this day and uplift all, empower all, encourage all, even as you encourage us. And this we pray in your holy name. Amen. Well, thanks everyone. I appreciate that you take the time to listen. I hope it helped today to get you thinking about what it means to forgive, to be forgiven, to reconcile, and I wish you blessings in your day.